Can you sleep? Do you have a tough time sleeping? Do you have to check yourself into a hotel in order to get sleep? Dr. Rebecca Robbins is with us. She is in medicine at Harvard Medical School. There's a new trend known as sleep tourism. Doctor, what can you tell us about sleep tourism? Is it so bad we need to go somewhere else other than our own bed to get some sleep? Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so essentially, this this term is referring to an increased trend to actually travel and get good sleep on the road. And it's kind of have to laugh because that's, of course, what a hotel is fundamentally all about, right? Right. Providing sleep for their for their customers. But for many years, the hospitality sector has been maybe focused on wellness in other domains, you know, having a fantastic gym, nutritional offerings. Um, or on the other side of things, they've been focused on attractions like the nightclub, you know, and the ground level, that type of thing. And very rarely have hotels until recently drawn attention to guest sleep. And I think it's mirroring this trend overall that in the wake of COVID-19, a lot of us are really, really struggling. So it's this idea that you'll um, you know, travel and really get good rest on the road. And so hotels are doing um, some cool things in this area, either really focusing on designing a good guest room for sleep, and, and others are doing things like hosting retreats specifically to kind of bring a scientist or a medical provider in to talk about the importance of sleep and good sleep strategies. I think the Langham here in Chicago, which is one of the best hotels, is now partnered with the World Sleep Society, developed a Sleep Matters kit. They have a Sweet Dreams menu, everything from a yoga mat for bedtime stretching to a weighted blanket, a sleep mask, a bedtime bath soak, sleep tip cards, an ear massage to help you sleep faster. Do you know anything about this? Does Do all of these things really help us that much to get a good night's sleep, or is it just that a hotel room might offer some peace and quiet and blackout curtains. Well, I think the, the two things here are, number one, um, I'm not sure about that hotel specifically, but um, there is interest, increased focus among hotels at creating a guest room that is fundamentally kind of designed and has the foundation, which is a mattress, pillows, thick blackout shades. Those are kind of the, you know, the elements of the environment itself. Uh, it sounds like what the Langham is um, is doing, which is cool, is they have a bunch of um, a kind of gadgets or you know additional things that can help guests, which is really neat because the the market for sleep related products has just exploded in the last couple of years, and so I think it's kind of cool that guests would have the opportunity to maybe test some of these gadgets and gizmos out. And the name of the game being. Um, that basically you give it a shot and if it works great you know for instance if you like the weighted blanket then that's a really neat idea that you might travel and improve your sleep kind of routine and find things you know tools and techniques and um and strategies that can then you know you can bring home to benefit you when you go back uh, to your home environment dr rebecca robbins is with the harvard medical school is it the pandemic or what has changed or it is it as you age the sleep seems to be, um, it seems to be tough. I know a lot of women my age who just mm-hmm. can't seem to get to sleep, or if they do, they can't stay asleep. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our ability to sleep declines as we age so that sleep difficulties increase profoundly as we, we increase in age, unfortunately, uh, so that younger adults have far fewer reports 
in the aggregate of sleep difficulties than do those that are age 65 and above. But the good news is we can combat those kind of developmental changes with good sleep strategies. And older adults would just benefit from really doubling down on some of the good sleep strategies. And that's, of course, making sleep a priority, trying to do your best to get somewhere within the range of seven to nine hours. But other really good things for our sleep include um, keeping a consistent sleep schedule, falling asleep at the same time, and then waking up at the same time, powering down our brains and our bodies before we want to be crawling into bed. So really looking at the time before sleep as a critical part of a good night's sleep, relaxing and plugging from screens, drawing a bath, having some, um, some time to read or meditate. All of those things, and believe it or not, good sleep actually starts really when we wake up. So to stack the cards in your favor, you want to be keeping caffeine at a minimum. You want to be having your heavier meals earlier in the day for breakfast and lunch and then a lighter dinner and getting plenty of natural light exposure over the course of the day. All of those things go a really long way towards improving all of our chances at a good night's sleep. And Dr. Robbins, this was the first that I had heard of sleep tourism. I had not heard of that term before. Do you anticipate that this is... This is going to be, it's going to explode. This is going to be something that everybody taps into. Well, I can say I'm, I'm just a scientist, but I, um, of course, I would be delighted to see this become a trend because it's a really compelling idea that we could travel and get motivated to, you know, through a, a really terrific night's sleep, get motivated to return home and make sleep even more of a priority when we get back to our home environment because sleep is truly a cornerstone of our of our health. If we're not getting enough sleep, we're going to wake up, we're going to be irritable and anxious and um, more likely for mood issues. And then in the longer term, chronic disease risk goes up, as does our risks for all-cause mortality if we continue to cut our sleep short. So it's one of the best things that we can all do um, and focus on to really make our health and uh, well-being a priority. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me.